Hi, beautiful, and welcome back to my podcast, Life as a Single Christian Mom. I want to welcome those of you joining me for the very first time. My name is Madeline, and during these podcasts, I'll be talking about life experiences and things that have happened, and also giving advice on what this journey has looked like. So welcome back everyone to Mondays with Maddie. I am super excited. I'm I'm trying I'm trying not to be the time clock for y'all, but you already know what time it is. It is the end, the absolute end of the month. It is May 30th and I cannot believe it. Like school's officially out. We are just like I'm in awe of like <laughs> How this year started versus how it's going and it's just honestly like to God be the glory like in the good days the bad days the the days where it's like no sleep and the days where it's a lot of rest right and all of it I am just so thankful um to to be here you know to be with all of you guys and just everything like everything that's going on in the world like I am thankful for my troubles right I'm thankful for where I am because God only knows that it can be way worse, but I am here. I'm excited. I'm glad that you are here. I am just so honored that you chose to listen to my podcast. There are many, many other podcasts out there, and I'm just so thankful that you're here and that you listen, you tune in, you subscribe, you you share, you like, you comment, all that stuff. Like I'm just so thankful for you. So before we get started, grab your favorite mug. Today I have Good Morning Gorgeous because your girl, I fell asleep on the couch and I used to do this. I had a really bad habit. I don't know where my couch sleeper's at, but I used to have a really bad habit of going to sleep on the couch. Like from, I mean, from when I can remember being a kid, you know, to then being a full on adult. (laughs) And then when I tell you, like when I was pregnant with Adrian, I loved sleeping on the couch because at that time we had a sectional. And that's why I said I didn't want a sectional this time because I know me, I know my habits. (laughs) So I was trying to cut the habit. But anyways, this time around, I fell asleep on the couch again, a royal couch and I woke up and I was not looking my best. Like I woke up like if I just, I don't know, ran a marathon and I'm, I'm I don't know, like, ugh, you know, so that's how I felt. So anyways, a little bit about me. If you don't know now, you know, right? But today I have my mug. It's an all white mug with these cute, um, letterings that says good morning gorgeous i needed to be reminded today that i am gorgeous i am beautiful i am a daughter of a king and i am loved don't matter how i look like don't matter how i go to sleep hello that is a word for somebody right that no matter what you look like girl you are gorgeous so anyways grab your favorite mug i have my tea I, well, I I had, I should say, because it's almost done and it was lemon and honey tea. Like I, I've just been on that kick in the mornings, but yeah. So go ahead and grab your favorite tea, grab your favorite mug, your water, your coffee, energy drink. I don't know what you need, girlfriend, but go ahead and grab that. But I had an amazing week. I hope that you had an amazing week. My Adrian, my little, little baby boy graduated kindergarten and just, I am in awe just to see how, um, God has brought our families together, you know, like all of them, my mom, you know, the boy's dad, they're the bonus mom, the, you know, the grandma, my, you know, their grandma on that side, just all of us, like my brother, his brother, all of us just like together. I'm just in awe of what God is doing. And it just like, it reminds me, like if we just surrender to God, get out of our own way and don't let pride and offense take us, like how far we can go. Because a lot of the times I had to die to Madeline and Madeline's flesh and what Madeline wanted to say. And you see how I said my whole name. Like I didn't call myself Maddie because (laughs) it was like, girl, but I had to literally die to my own self and what I wanted because I kept my eyes on God 
and what I wanted for myself and the children. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of the times, like seeing all of us together, I'm like, my God, like had I acted crazy, none of this would have taken place. I, I said everything that I felt, because let me tell you, when you are broken and hurt, girl, you will say and do and overthink everything and anything somebody tells you. But again, being together in that moment, I'm like, God, thank you. Thank you that you literally silenced my mouth. And let me tell you, a lot of the times I pray to God, silence my mouth still to this day, because your girl (laughs) will go off on somebody. But I said, Lord, silence my mouth. I am your daughter. Use me, Lord, use me. And I, when I pray that, I don't, I don't, I'm not taking it lightly, so why would he take it lightly? You know, I don't think that God would take that those prayers lightly. Like if you say, okay, I want it to be used, you gotta expect it to be used. God, when you say, I'm praying for peace, understand the trials are going to come up. Like when you pray for peace, he's going to give you the trials to go through, to grow through peace, right? It just doesn't happen like that. I mean, God can do, and he is a mighty, mighty God that he can do everything and anything whenever, however, more than what we think and imagine, right? But let me tell you, when you, when you, when you're praying to God and when I was praying to God, like, God, let this be a peaceful situation. Let this be this, let this be good. Let, you know, my ex do this, this, and whatever. Like there was trials that arose and I had a choice. Was I going to give into the flesh or what is it going to give into what God was doing? And I, and I chose God every single time, even when I didn't like the, the answer, even when I didn't like the request, I didn't like or I didn't feel good because that manipulative controlling spirit will make you bent out of shape. So even when I didn't feel like it, let me tell you, I just surrendered it to God. So anyways, <laughs> uh, that's a word within itself because that wasn't even for today. But anyways, that, um, let me tell you, just being around family and being all together, just like, again, my God, like, look what you did. So yeah, so Adrian graduated, the boys finished school. We are officially in summer vacation. I'm just so thankful, just so honored, like, man, my Babies are growing up. They're no longer babies. And on Friday, I uh, met up one of my friends and she has two boys. I have two boys. So we got all the boys together and we took them out just to celebrate them and honor them for their their year in school. You know, like just um, I'm just again, I'm just so thankful. I'm just so, so thankful to know that like our babies are, you know, home safe and, and sound and just all that good stuff. And I'm just... I'm just thankful, you know, so I just kept hearing the Lord, uh, honor them, honor them, honor them. So that's what I wanted to do. Just honor the boys and remind them that they are loved, um, do things a little bit different because let me tell you my, my last day of school, my parents didn't do that. <laughs> there, there, there was food at home. You guys, you and your siblings go play, you know, and that's, that's that, you know, there was no honoring for finish the school year. So I definitely wanted to honor the boys that kept hearing that. So I hope that you guys had an amazing week. I hope, and I believe that this week is going to be even better. Hello, we are entering June. This week is is going to be full of excitement. We have so many things coming up and this month, I just feel like it's so packed and I am excited. I'm excited to see God move because let me tell you this time last year, I was not here and just to see how God is moving and how quickly God can move. Let me tell you, if you remain faithful to him, he will remain faithful to you. Even, even when you're in the mess, let me tell you, he still remains faithful to you. Even when you're in the wild, he still remains faithful to you. So anyways, today we are going to be talking about faithfulness. And let me tell you, can I have an honest girl, girl talk moment here? Listen, when I tell you today, I was like, I don't want to do this. I, I, I feel like I have writer's block. I feel like I'm not hearing you, God. I feel like I have been wrapped up in everything you're telling me to do, but I'm just like, cause you, he usually starts talking to me like about the podcast a week in advance. Like once the episode is done, like he already starts talking to me about the next week, you know? And I didn't have that this time. And I was just like, okay, <laughs> like, where you at, Lord? Where you at? And then for a moment, for a moment, I said, no, I'm not going to do that. And then I was reminded, like, is this about Maddie? 
or is this about me? And I said, God, this is about you. So I opened my Bible and I said, just before I opened my Bible, because I am not uh, what you call a traditional Bible learner. Like I literally, before I opened my Bible and I've been doing this since I can remember, I am telling you, like, I literally hold my Bible and I said, God, I pray. And I said, God, speak to me, speak to me, speak to me, Lord, because we know that the Bible is alive and active. So I, I literally open and I say, speak to me, Lord. And he opened up where he did, but I don't want to just tell you where, but he opened up and he started talking about, and I started hearing the word faithful, faithfulness. And this was a word that he asked me you know, back when I was living very much in the world, you know, and still seeking, trying to seek him and trying to live in the world. And now I'm the Satan is playing in my mind and in my heart saying, well, you're a hypocrite, you know? So this was a question that the Holy Spirit asked me. So I'm going to ask you guys this question, but to be faithful, I want to look up the, the definition of faithful. And it says to be faithful is to be loyal. I was like, wow, like, wow, loyalty. And it's not even about loyalty with people. It's about loyalty with God. And because we are God's children, are we being faithful to each other? Are we being loyal to each other? Are we being loyal to the people that God is bringing us? Are we being loyal, most importantly, to God? Because don't get my words confused here, you know, you have to remain loyal and faithful to God because that is what today's podcast is about. Your faithfulness, your loyalty to God. Many times I have talked about how God's word is faithful and true and he is not like man to lie, right? So many times I feel like in people, we put so much trust and so much faith and we put expectancy on people, forgetting that people will fail us. God does not fail. God's word is true. It's faithful and true. God is not like man to lie. It says in Psalms 33:4, for the word of the Lord is right and true. He is faithful. Hear that? Faithful in all that he does. Not just in some things, but in everything. For the word of the Lord is right and true. He is faithful in all he does. And that is Psalms 33:4. Also in Numbers 23:19 it says, "God is not human that he should lie." not a human being, that he should change his mind. Hello, reminder, so many of us put our trust in people expecting one thing, when in reality, like what you're expecting from them, they can't do. That you're putting unrealistic expectations on people when you should put be putting all your expectations in the Lord and saying, God, I expect that you're going to deliver your word because your word says that you are faithful and true. Your word says that you are not like man. Your word says that you are not a liar. Your word says in Numbers 23, 19, that he, does he speak and then not act? Does he promise and not fulfill? Like you speak and you act. The, what you told me, God, I'm going to hold on to it because you told me and you haven't failed me. What you promised me, what you've promised me, you've, you've brought it to pass. So if you brought those things to to pass, I believe that you're going to do the next thing that you spoke because I mean, like I've talked about the seasons and I've talked about staying stuck in 2017 and now we're here in 2022. Like, do you think that the same thing that he promised you, you know, like, okay, I don't know, a baby, right? The baby that you wanted and now you're pregnant and now you have it. You're in your fifties. I don't think you want a brand new baby. (laughs) You know, I don't think you want a brand new baby. Your children are all grown up and maybe you're praying for somebody else's baby, but that promise, that thing, that word that he spoke to you, there's going to be new things that will happen in your fifties opposed to when you were in your twenties and thirties expecting to have babies. Are you following with me? All right. I want to ask you, sis, and this was a question. This was a question. How about you? How about us? 
Are you, are we being faithful to God? That is the question. Are you being faithful to God? And this question is not to bring condemnation to anyone, but this is a question from your sister here, me, Maddie, right here. Because this is a question that the Holy Spirit has asked me before. When I was in my sin and asking God, God, can you cover me and protect me? Knowing very well that I was going to go down the street to Lord knows to do what, whatever. You know what I'm saying? To Lord only knows what I was going to do. And I was saying, God, protect me. God, cover me. God, this and that. Like he was still faithful to me. He is still covered and protected me. Even when I wasn't faithful, even in my sin and my brokenness, when I wasn't being faithful to him, when I wasn't being a true daughter to him, he was still showing up. Again, I want to ask you that question. Are you being faithful to God? A lot of us are expecting God to move like this at a snap of a finger. But we're not checking our own hearts. And sometimes it's not even about, God, do you hear me? It's more like, girl, did you open up your word today? A lot of the times it's not about, God, well, why didn't you listen to me? It's about, well, girl, did you listen to him when he told you to cut off that man? Did you? We're so quick to blame God, right? Or, or, you know, and say, God, well, why didn't you? Girl, well, what about you? Again, this is not to bring condemnation. This is a serious question that he asked me when I was in my sin, when I was living like, again, Lord only knows how your girl was living. Because I was out in them streets. I was doing things that weren't right. I was, I was, I'm telling you, a, a hot mess. And your hot mess sometimes will delay. Because why would God want to give you something that you're not ready for? Why would God want to deliver? I talked, I've talked, and this is my favorite analogy with about baking the brownies. Because... If you've tasted my brownies that I have made, then you know that they are just like perfect, right? But if I were to give you some raw brownies, gooey, nasty, and disgusting, you would not want that. You want the final product. So doesn't God want to give you, doesn't God want to give you that final product? Doesn't God want to see the final product in you? And it's not about being perfect. Like sometimes we could get so confused. I mean, I did it. And get so confused, like, I have to be perfect. I have to be this person. I have to, like, no. No, you don't, sis. You got to be willing. You got to be obedient. You got to be faithful to him. Yes, even in your mess. Yes, even in your mess. Because if you're going to him and saying, God, change me, God, change me in your mess, you you have a willing heart. It's not all there yet. You know what I'm saying? It's not all perfect yet, but he can work with that. But if we're standing back saying, no, no, everything's good. I, I haven't, I'm not, you know what I'm saying? Like blame everybody but yourself. You know what I'm saying? For the troubles, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? And it's not even that victim mentality. Like sometimes we'll take on that victim mentality and say, what's my, you know, everybody hurt me. Nobody did this. Nobody did that. Uh, It's, I mean, everybody did that. Excuse me. Everybody did that. Everybody did this and not looking at yourself, you know? Again, are you being faithful? We want to go to the next level. But we're not even settling what we have in front of us. I love when when I hear, um, and this different people have said this before, how can you expect God to give you a brand new car if you're not managing the car that you have now? How can you expect God to give you a brand new home if you're not managing the home that you have now? How can you expect God to give you a husband 
if you're not acting like a wife, sis. And that one was the hardest for me, like the hardest pill to swallow because I was like, oh my God, I'm not acting like a wife. I'm not, I'm not. I wasn't. Five years ago, I was in the, I was up in them streets four years ago, right? And when I tell you, like, I had to literally, like, when he asked me, are you being faithful? Like, I was saying, God, where's my husband? God, where's my husband? God, uh, you know, when am I going to meet a man? When am I going to meet a man? But he asked me that, and I had to reflect and look in the mirror, like, am I acting like a wife? If I can't be faithful to God and be obedient to him, when nobody's watching and it's just me and him, how do I expect him to bring me a husband? And like, that's deep. Like that is deep. That is real, like real, real talk where conversations where God and I are very real. Again, it's not about being perfect, but it's about being like truthful to him. It's about saying like, okay, this is where I'm lacking. This is the area. Like, how can we say I am a woman of God and I serve God, but you're only serving him on Sundays in front of everybody. But Monday through Friday, you're out in the streets and you're out in the club. Again, this is not to bring condemnation, but this is to speak life and truth into something very real. And if I don't do it to tell you, hey, sis, I was there. I did that. And I acted like that. And I delayed a lot of things in my life because of disobedience, because of my stubbornness, because of how I wanted things and not looking to God and saying, you know what, God, I love you. You're my husband. I trust you. I'm going to remain faithful to you even when the circumstance doesn't look or feel like how I want it, because we have to look at the keywords. I, what do I want? I, 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 but we're not saying God, what is it that you want for my life? Even if it doesn't make sense, I'm going to trust you because I trust your very best God. I trust your decisions. God, I trust you. You know why? Because you already know my life before I even get there. You already know what this time next year is going to look like, God. So I'm going to surrender it to you. You already know who my children will be, but I will do my best to please you, Lord, and I will be faithful to you, God. Even when these children is driving me crazy, (laughs) I will be faithful to you and I will do my very best according to what your word says, according to what you say, God, to be the best mother that I can be for Aiden and Adrian. When Satan comes to spill these lies to your mind, sis, let me tell you, Listen to who it's coming from. If it makes you feel angry and mad, let me tell you, that is not how God is. That is not God, okay? Those lies that make you feel not good and they give you this sense of like, oh, like, oh my gosh, like in frantic and anxiety and all these thoughts, that is not of God. But if you can just go to him and say, God, I really, because I think the, 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 The main thing is being able to go to him (coughs) and being like, um, honest, you know, faithful, honesty, loyalty, going to him and being honest and not pretend that you have it all together. God knows, sis, that you don't have it all together. God knows your secrets. Let me tell you, your friend that you're looking at may not know your secrets, but God knows your secrets. And if you come to him in honesty honesty and truth and remain faithful in him, let me tell you how your life will change. Again, you don't have to be perfect. Let me tell you, God still blessed me in that mess. And I ruined a lot of things. Because I started to glorify myself instead of glorifying God. God was still with me being a mother, you know, with two children, two different fathers, all that stuff in the beginning stages when I was out in the streets. God was still with me. He was still after me. 
He still blessed me. Aiden had three baby showers. We didn't need anything for Aiden. Aiden, I'm telling you, from the from the from the beginning, Aiden, that little boy has been blessed, like beyond measure. Like it just wow, just wow, you know. And to look at Adrian and his life and just how much how involved his father is. And I'm so thankful. You know what I'm saying? That I look at, um, I'm just going to say his name. I look at Ro and I look at how he loves Aiden and how he loves Adrian. And Aiden is not his biological son, but Ro still loves Aiden so much, right? Even though that's not his bloodline, right? He says, you're my child. You know, I don't care what the, 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 birth certificate says, I don't care about any of that, but you are my child. Think about how God looks at us as his children. I don't care if you're tall. I don't care if you're short. I don't care where you're from. I don't care what you look like. I don't care that you've been in the mud. I don't care that you've used drugs. I don't care about any of that. I love you because you're my child. Even if you're not connected to me, I love you because you're my child. You're my child. God knit you together in your mother's womb. God chose you. Are you choosing God? When I opened my Bible today, he had me open up to Hosea 2. And when I opened up into Hosea, I was like, what am I doing here? <laughs> but this is where this is where my Bible opened up. This is where my Bible opened up. So I want to do this in a two-part um, verse because it's going to, and two-part, Lord, hold on, y'all. In a two-part um, delivery, I guess this is the right word. So because there are so many verses I want to read, the first section is 14 through 18, and this next section is 19 through 22. So it says, therefore, I'm going to persuade her, lead her to the wilderness and speak tenderly to her. And this is God speaking there. I will give her vineyards back to her and make the valley of acre into a gateway of hope there. She will respond as she did in the days of her youth, as in the day she came out of the land of Egypt in that day. This is the Lord declaration. You will call me my husband and no longer call me my bow for I will remove the names of the bows from her mouth. They will no longer be remembered by their names. On that day, I will make a covenant for them with the wild animals, the birds of the sky and the creatures that crawl on the ground. I will shatter, shatter bow, sword and weapons of war in the land and will enable the people to rest securely. Even when God brings you into this wilderness and you are lost and broken and you're like, man, God, I have been doing so much. Like when he brought me, I'll use myself when I was out sleeping around, drinking, doing all these things. He rescued me. He brought me into this place of solitude. And he rescued me. He had that one-on-one moment. He says, you don't have to do, you don't have to mess around with Santeria. You don't have to look at horoscopes. You don't have to do this. You don't have to do that. I am the one who you look to. I am your husband. And that is why, like everything that I have accomplished as being a single mom, I say it, man, I give all the glory to God, my first husband. Do you know that God is your friend, your father, your confidant, (coughs) the one who you can go to? He is your provider. And sis, let me ask you, have you looked at God as your husband? Even if you are married and you're listening, have you looked at God as your husband? 
Sometimes we look at God and say, we have to be so perfect and we have to cross all these T's and dot all our I's and make sure that everything is in order and perfect and this and that. And no, think about the relationship. If you are married, think about the relationship you have with your husband and you can just talk to him and just lay with him. Sometimes you don't even have to say anything and just lay with your husband and watch a movie. Says, get in that secret place and do that with God. It doesn't have to be this uniform relationship. It just has to be a real one. Like, get before him. And that's why I say, like, God is my husband. Like, everything. Like, I'm telling you, some people will try to bring you down because you are a single mom. And I said, I am married to Jesus. (laughs) Okay, I'm married. I'm married and that is my first husband and I don't see you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't see you until God says, scales removed. Look, this is your husband. Ah, you know, until that happens, I, my husband is God. My husband is God. My friend is God. My provider is God. My confidant is God. My therapist is God. My healer is God. Like he is my world. And it's not about this religious thing. It's about being real and saying, God, I am struggling with this. Let me tell you, when I was looking at horoscopes daily and remembering every single thing and doing all of this stuff, like he was still there. And because he loved me so much, here is where we are. Because I decided to surrender and say, you know what? I can't do this anymore. I can't be up in them streets anymore. I just just can't. That is not for me. God, you called me by my name. I don't, re- I don't want to remember. And I, I, I tell him that, like, I don't want to remember any of those things. I just want to focus on you. It says, this is the Lord's declaration. You will call me my husband and no longer call me my bow, my master. I believe it says in the NIV version. This is the CSB version. Can you just get before God and just give him what it is that you're having problems with, where where you're struggling, where, where you feel like you aren't enough, where the lies are being poured? I'm telling you, I had to give God the thoughts of suicide. I have to say, take this away from me because I am going to do something that will not be able to be reversed. I can't take the thoughts anymore. I can't, I can't think I can't do this anymore, God. When I'm telling you, when I was the most broken and the most lost and the, the hurt, the anger, the bitterness, I had to be alone with God. And that is where he spoke the most. Even if it was just me crying on my bedroom floor, listening to worship music as I was being delivered. Having a relationship with God is not this, you know, let me read this quick Devo that came. No, it's constantly seeking him day and night. Again, it's not about being religious. It's about like, yo, I'm going to pursue you, God. I'm going to pursue you, God, and I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm not like constantly making the effort. There we go. Constantly making the effort because it's not about being perfect. It's about putting in the effort and saying, God, I'm going to search you. I'm going to find you. I'm going to where where you are is where I will be. What you tell me not to do, I won't do. When you tell me to sit, I'm going to sit. It says, therefore, I'm going to persuade her, lead her to the wilderness. So even though I went And I was so broken and I was so lost and I had just slept with these people and done this and done that. I had went home and said, God, I am here literally after just committing the sin. It was like my heart just couldn't take it anymore. And it says, speak tenderly to her tenderly. When I think about that word, I think about like this soft, cute, like. 
I'm here, beloved. I'm here. Like here, here's my, here's my, here's my shoulder. Come and cry. Come and cry here. Do not be afraid to be exposed in front of God. Meaning, when you are by yourself, do not be afraid to turn on that worship music and literally give it all to him. Literally, like, give it all to him. Whatever it is, every every need, every thought, every idea, every concern, whatever it is, give it to him. You don't have to be in this mega church service. You don't have to be surrounded by so many other believers. Sometimes it, all it takes is being in your room and the deliverance will happen. The freedom will happen. Joy was, well, the, literally God will fill your room and you will feel the joy of the Lord. I'm telling you, it takes being vulnerable in front of him, being exposed in front of him. He says, lead her into the wilderness. Again, we are a free will. So I made those decisions to do everything that I chose to do. But I knew in the back of my mind it wasn't right. I knew in the back of my mind it wasn't okay. And even in all that, when the shame was trying to creep in and all these lies started to feed in, I'm telling you, when I came home and I was like, literally, I cannot do this no more. God cut this out of me, ripped this out of me. I'm telling you. (laughs) Make him your husband. Again, the same way that you found comfort. And maybe you're single like me, sis. And where is that person? I want you to think about the person who, and not any toxic relationships or anything like that, but where you find the most peace and the most joy. For me, it's not even about a past relationship. I think about the times where I was most comfortable and I'm going to paint the picture is when I'm sitting on the couch. When I'm sitting on the couch and the boys are peacefully sitting. And it's quiet and we're watching a movie. Or when they're sleeping and they're just so peaceful. And we're laying down and we're cuddling. That moment for me is like my safe haven. Those are my children. You can get in front of God just like that. You can you can say, God, I need you to, to be my husband right now. Maybe you're married and you're like, man, that's not, you know, really. But think, you know, God is your friend. God is your father. God is your provider. He is our father, right? But who do you need God to be? God is just... I just want to feel that hug. I'm telling you, you will feel that hug from the Lord. What is it that you need from God? I'm telling you, if you could just go to him and become faithful to him. I'm, I'm telling you how your life will change. Do not be afraid to get in front of him, even if it's just you and him. Wherever it is that you meet God whether it be your prayer room, prayer closet, prayer corner, prayer chair, prayer car, whatever it is that you meet God, get there. Get there. It's like, God, I want to feel your love. I want to feel this weight come off of me. I want to feel it come off, God. Because I want to be faithful to you and what you're calling me and telling me to do. But I just can't live this in my own way anymore. I want to do things that glorify you, God. In Hosea 2, verse 19 through 22, it says, I will take you to be my wife forever. I will take you to be my wife in righteousness, justice, love, and compassion. 
I will take you to be my wife in faithfulness. And you will know the Lord. And on that day, I will respond. This is the Lord's declaration. So even in your your wilderness season, sis, he's with you. And even if you feel like, oh my goodness, like all these turns, all these loops, like he is right there with you. And in your surrender, in the middle of your, your wilderness, in the middle of your craziness, in the middle of your wildness, in the middle of your doubt, in the middle of your insecurities, in the middle He is there with you and he will look at you and speak to you ever so softly, tenderly, as it says. It says, you will call me my husband. You will refer to me as husband. You will refer to me as friend. You will refer to me as father. Maybe you have a, a, maybe you have a tainted relationship with your father and you say, I don't like looking at God like my father. Ask God to remove that. Maybe you're like, man, I can't do that because of that, you know, situation. God is not like that. God is not like man to lie. God is not like man to bring hurt. God is not like man to to speak a word and not fulfill it. God is not. Someone who says, well, I'm going to show up for you and not show up. I'm telling you, get in that space with God. It says, I will respond to the sky and it will respond to the earth. The earth will respond to the grain, the new wine and the fresh oil. The new wine and the fresh oil oil the new season the new start the new beginning right the new beginning and they will respond to Jezreel the new wine the fresh oil think about it like you have to go if I did not go through my wilderness if I did not go through that mess if I did not go through those experiences I will not be able to talk to you and let you know like yo let me tell you about this, what not to do and what to do. If I didn't go through those feelings where he was pruning that from my heart, because literally like God had to tell me like, these are not even your kids. These are my kids. These are mine. So I will protect them. I knit them in your womb. Don't you forget, Madeline, you cannot control this situation. Again, a lot of you want to control the situation. A lot of you want to control the other person. A lot of you want to control your ex and what they do and how they move. Like that is not your place. A lot of you are expecting things from people that are not possible. You got to go to God first. I'm telling you, get in front of him and and I'm telling you say to him I want to be faithful to you and what you want me to do Lord and it was a process it was a step it just didn't happen overnight Maddie four years ago would not be able to talk to you this same way it it took some pruning it took a lot of crying It took a lot of surrender. I talked about it before in the beginning of of April. It cost. It cost. What do you want? Where do you want to be? Do you want to stay stuck in your same old way, same old routine? Not saying that God's not going to come and find you and that you'll give your life to him 10 years from now, five years from now. If we're still here, right? If the rapture hasn't happened. But I want everything that God has for me. I want to see it come to fruition. I want to experience heaven on earth. I want that. I want that. I want what God has for me. So what what do I need to surrender? What do I need to leave? Because I don't want it. If, it. if it's what Maddie wants, I don't want it. I want what you want, God. And I want to be faithful to you. 
And if that's what you're saying, that's where I'm going. And that's what you're doing. That's what I'm believing for. And that's what you said I'm going to believe. Because you are my husband and you're not going to fail me. My earthly husband may get on my nerves (laughs) whenever he comes, right? But I trust you. And if I could be real with you, God, and this is, and this is Maddie talk to, to God, like, honestly, what I would say to him. <clears throat> if I could be honest with you, God, I can be honest with my husband. If I could be honest and tell you the truth, I would tell my husband the truth. If I can not move around sneaky, right, then I will be honest with my husband. If I could be faithful to you, I'll be faithful to my husband. Maybe you're married. Maybe you don't want to be married. Maybe you have kids. God, if I can be faithful to you, I'll be faithful to my kids. Because you can't love God and then not love your kids. I mean, it just doesn't go hand in hand. This doesn't go hand in hand. God, I want to be faithful to you. God, I want to love you. God, show me. I really cannot stand people. Break this off of me. Break this off of me. Maybe you don't have kids. Maybe you don't have a husband, nor do you want to get married, nor do you want to have kids. And you're just here and you're listening because God called you to this. Okay. Maybe you're here and you're like, God, if I can be faithful to you, I can see your children here on earth be kinder to them and speak nicer to them and have more grace with them and look past of the comments that sometimes they make that I don't like. But if I can be faithful to you, I could dive into what you're doing and what you're saying and stand on your word. We talked about last week, stand your ground. If you can get faithful with God and, and be real, honest, open, and real with God, I'm telling you, what what happens around you won't even matter because you're like, God, I know. I know you're going to do it. I know you're going to provide. I know you're going to show up. I know you will because that's what your word says. That is what your word says, God. So if you said it, I'm going to believe you. It says, I will take you to be my wife forever, forever. It says, I will take you to be my wife forever. Like, do you hear that? Do you hear that sentence? I will take you to be my wife forever. Not just for this week, not just for this season, not for this temporary feeling. I will take you to be my wife in righteousness, justice, love, and compassion. I will take you to be my wife in faithfulness, and you will know the Lord. On that day, I will respond, this is the Lord's declaration. Says, get faithful with God. Become faithful to him. And yes, you're going to mess up. Yes, you will have trials. Yes, you will have errors. Yes, you will probably want to get fleshy. But guess what? Go right back to him. And declare the word. Open up your Bible. Like today, I didn't want to do this. I didn't want to get here. I didn't. I just, ugh, you know, and I said, God, this is not about Maddie. If it's just one person who listens to this podcast, that's all I want. Because that's what's more important. The, the gospel is being preached. The truth is being spoken. And I'm literally not putting my life in a box. And I'm just opening up like what we like to say here is dirty laundry, right? <laughs> and just being open, honest, and real. Like, listen... My story is my story and I'm going to stand by it. Like you can't say, well, Maddie used to do this. Yeah, I did. And, and that's what I've talked about on my podcast. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not going to bring me shame. And I, and I say my story because I don't want you to walk in shame because I don't want people pointing the finger at you and saying, well, you did this, you did that. And you could boldly stand and say, yeah, I did it. And God saved me. 
Yeah, God saw me. God saw me do that. God saw me act like that. Yeah, he did. And he still loves me. And he still saved me. And he still blessed me because he is a faithful father. And because he is so faithful, I'm going to remain faithful to him. Even in my days that make no sense. Even when I really want to just give up and not do. I'm going to show up because he will show up. He will meet you. I'm telling you, I've talked about this before. You're in this circle. You're in this wilderness, right? You're literally in the middle. Think about a circle and think about being in the middle of the circle, right? Everything is surrounding you. And as you take a step, God takes a step. As you take another, God will take two. As you take one more, God will take five. And before you know it, you're out of that circle. And you could look back at what everything was surrounding you and saying, my God, thank you. Thank you for saving me. Thank you for being next to me. Thank you for covering me. Thank you, Lord, for showing up for me. All right, beautiful. I'm going to wrap this up. I want to thank you for listening and tuning in. I appreciate all of you and I hope you all have a blessed week. If you are enjoying this podcast, please subscribe and send this to anyone who may need to hear this for more of the daily dose of my life and also and to also see my two beautiful little boys. Follow me on Instagram and see the face behind the voice. Go ahead and follow me on IG life underscore with underscore maddie underscore also follow me on lasem.podcast on ig as well and lastly don't forget to go check out my website we have more shirts being released at on the beginning of june so i'm so excited that it's just like literally two days away but go check out my website www.lasempodcast.com or www.lasamministries.com to check out all the latest good things on there. Super excited um, for everything that God is doing. Again, if he did it for me, what makes you think that he won't do it for you, baby? Like he do it for you. He will do it for you. So I thank you guys. I love you guys. And I'm just so honored to be here. All right, guys, have a good week and stay blessed.